So welcome to another episode of the Creative Seed Podcast. My name is Chelsea. My name is Sue. I am the daughter, mother. Mother, grandmother. And this episode is being brought to you by a just very out of left field thought that I had as I started journaling last night. This isn't even really a recording week for us. Um, so I want to start out the conversation just kind of filling you in as to where I, how this all came about. And it kind of stemmed from last week's um, episode about fear. Um, yesterday I was in the kitchen and Justin was like, you know, what is keeping you guys from recording every week? Like, is there something I can do to better facilitate? Like, don't you think it would be better if you got more episodes out? And I recognize that feeling that I get that defensive (laughs) feeling that now I can properly identify it as fear. I got that feeling there was like a, it's like a resistance and also, kind of an indignance of like, why are you suggesting this to me? Um, I love the word resistance. Yes. Yes. It's like, he starts talking about our work and instantly I feel this like proverbial shade or wall come between the two of us. And like my ear, one of my ears turns off and I'm like, (laughs) yep, I'm listening. I'm listening. Like, when is he going to be done on this pedestal of his, which really that's all my perception of what's going on. In reality, he is a partner who people would die to have, and you have one as well, who just wants to see us succeed. Succeed, yes. And that is where this conversation comes in. I want to propose the question and talk about um, the notion of success as a creative and what that looks like. And how technology ties into that and where is the balance. So I wanted to start this conversation. So do you have five hours? I was going to say, because this could be a long one or, or we it could be a really could, short one. Or we could do a part two. Or we could do a part two. So we'll <laughs> see how this goes. So I think... I want to read my journal entry. And I think this journal, not the whole thing, I'm going to kind of like pick and choose the excerpts, but just to kind of get the thoughts that I had last night, because I was very much in a flow state last night, which we've talked about flow state before. Um, so I kind of want to read it, see how it can help. Well, one, just anybody out there relate to kind of my thoughts and my perspective, because I, I don't think I've ever heard heard these words anywhere mm-hmm. um anyways I'm gonna just stop talking and I'm gonna read okay okay so I started by saying I am yearning to figure out the balance between sharing my life and not sharing my life where does the contentment lie I know I have what it takes to be successful but exactly how successful do I want to be a large piece of me gets such a huge sense of fulfillment and creative energy but another quieter voice is not allowing me to progress. Where I am now is safe and productive, and if I'm being honest, mediocre. But I know the minute I become more invested in success, the harder it is going to be to allow myself to be fully present with the kids day to day. One thing I absolutely refuse to do is be a slave to responding to online comments. And I suppose 
I fear living under the assumption that I am going to be, in air quotes, plugged in all the time. I only get one life here, and I think I am discovering that I do not measure success in numbers, metrics, and bottom lines. I measure success in emotional connectivity. Now, this is when I stopped and I texted you and I was like, okay, I have so many more thoughts here. I want to talk about them. Um, let me see if there's any other parts. Um, I said, I hope the fear doesn't win and I can find a balance that supports my creativity, my connection and my, uh, and my, oh, sorry. And need to also financially support my family. Is there a perfect ratio or percentage of time working versus time living that yields the type of contentment that leaves us feeling fulfilled? Or do you simply follow the universe's energies day by day and see where you land? And if that is the answer, as I tend to believe it is, where does technology land within that equation? I am a believer that 95% of technology moves in direct opposition to the energies Mother Nature provides. So what does that mean for creators who rely so heavily on technology for exposure and success? It was I a say lot. two things. I'll say two things to start with. Scrap it all and write. You are such a fantastic <laughs> writer. Thank I you love the way you write. So that's point number one, just scrap <laughs> everything else and just start writing full time. I quit. Um, I'm walking away. <laughs> <laughs> and two, um, my mouth is falling open because this has been on my mind for the last, I would say week, this exact subject, mm -hmm. um, probably not the beautiful words around it, but mm. the feelings, the thoughts, the um the the whole use of social media how much is okay how much is too much how much is not enough i have a very small presence on social media because that is your job in our business so i always think i post a lot and i post nothing literally nothing. And in my mind, I post every day. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't post, but it still consumes me. Mm -hmm. So I, I, as usual, and we have not talked this week so little. And we so didn't even talk prior to this. We pushed record and this conversation started. Right. Out. Exactly. So it is so bizarre to me because I, and and what I have been so thinking about is my age versus your age, mm. right? Like in this situation, like is this whole being absorbed in social media when you're at the, I'm certainly not the end of my life, but I'm on the latter half of my life versus mm -hmm. the beginning of my life. Mm -hmm. Like- is this what I want to spend my time on? And yet I'm drawn to it. Are you drawn to it or are you addicted to it? A little of both, probably. Um, I don't think you could be a little of both. I would say addictive. I would say most people are addicted to it. 100%. I was going to say yeah, the same. I would say the 
95% of people are just that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so, so in my mind lately, I've been, th- I've been thinking a lot about it, um, is, can, is it possible for me to use social media for business only to either look up something, um, post something business related The only thing I do other than that is I do usually do like a birthday post, but that's stuff like that. But, but to there's, there's very few reasons why I, if, if I had, if I wasn't addicted to it, there's very few reasons for me to go to social media. One, two, I always love to see what any of you guys have posted, Mm -hmm. but I can see that within 30 seconds of, of putting it on. And that's the hardest thing is once you get in there, finding your way back out is very hard because of the addictive nature of it. Yes. Yes. And I, I'm annoyed that that power is there, Mm -hmm. that our power isn't greater than that power. Mm -hmm. I'm annoyed about that. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is something honestly this morning. And, and again, we have, we have not talked This morning, I was thinking, how can I use it to benefit me and then stop it? You almost can't have a controlled version of social media um, posting and exposure because so much of the algorithm, and let's just be frank here, when I'm talking about social media, we only use Instagram. And the problem with Instagram is that the algorithm will only give success to people who are engaged and, and what engagement looks like to Instagram is responding to comments, putting up polls, consistency, certain times of the day. So it's like, there are so many like wickets that you have to hit to actually use Instagram in a successful way that I don't know if a balance exists. I mean, we do what we do. Like I Honestly, my Chelsea makes account would probably be way more successful if it, do you know what I mean? Because I post there almost every day on my stories. Right. And there's so much engagement there, Mm -hmm. but that's just my life. That's not my, I mean, yes, it's a a source of creativity for me, but that's not our business. I'm talking business. Yes. um, So (laughs) what would it look like for you to have an Instagram schedule? So that you said on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, again, the word algorithm to me isn't real. Like I, I just, it's just the rules. Instead of the word algorithm, just call it rules. And I shut it down. I, in my heart, don't believe in it, even though I know it's real, but I, I don't allow it in because it makes no sense to me Mm -hmm. whatsoever Mm -hmm. at all. So I'd be curious what it's like to say, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, between nine and 10 is when all the Instagram content is going to happen. Uh Is that even feasible? I mean, it is. It's, I can certainly do that. But again, then it's like the engagement piece. They want to see people messaging you. They want to see people commenting. They want to see you liking the comments. They want to see you commenting back. And that's how your posts are going to gain exposure. So yes, I could absolutely do that. Um, 
and again, this is kind of like a moot point because all in all, my thoughts are, do I feel successful when I'm doing that? Oh, I like this. Do you know what I mean? Like that? I don't like, I don't step away from a day doing social media and feel successful. Feel successful. I don't like that. Like, I don't. Do you feel, what do you feel? Um, hmm. I have to, I have to find the right words. I feel average. I feel, I feel like I'm playing a game that I don't want to be playing. Does that make any sense? It it doesn't yes, feel, absolutely. It feels inauthentic is how I feel. Oh yes. Well, of course it does because in a sense it is. Right. And I'm talking purely legacy fiber arts. So right. let's be clear because my, again, my Chelsea makes that is, is like, home. that's my home. That's my digital home. And I love it there. I'm more talking about marketing to the masses on legacy fiber arts. And don't get me wrong. I love our job. Like, I love my job. I love doing what we do. The social media piece though, is such an integral part of being successful these days, but mm -hmm. I don't feel successful doing it. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Yes. I have another thought. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Do you feel the need to have every comment, every response to be um, perfectly thought out. Oh, okay. Because no. I'm you know what I'm thinking of? Dad writing when Howie used to do the Christmas cards. It was a week-long project because we had to write a note on each one. Yeah. So like, I'm wondering if you had like, that's where like, did you get that piece of dad where you feel like you for, need? For social media, no. Okay, that's good. But I'm also, this is my thing is like, I, I don't, I'm so all in or all out in a lot of ways, especially with social media. Like if I'm having a social media day, I'm having a, a whole day. You are. It's very obvious. Because I'm on there and I'm responding and I'm liking and I'm, but then I go dark for three days mm -hmm. or four days or five days or two weeks. You know what I mean? Like it's all or nothing for me in that sense, because when I am on social media all day long, again, I feel average. I feel like I'm playing this game that I don't want to be playing. Like, yes, there's a certain amount of connection there with our community that I really like. I like responding to people. I like talking with people, but then I have these two human beings that I've made yes. and created. You and, have to look at all of those pieces. It's and like I'm not the mom. I'm not the human that I like to be when I'm on social media all day, because I am no longer in this physical world. Mm -hmm. I've completely removed myself from everything that is real mm -hmm. and I feel average and empty and like this pawn in a game that like, I don't want to be playing. I would rather be playing with the kids or doing anything else. If I'm being perfectly honest, I think though, getting back to the word balance, because right. does it I, exist? Yes. I totally agree with you because I am an all or nothing person. And it's something I discovered about myself probably 10 years ago. And I work on a lot and it is very hard to overcome. And the all or nothing 
is so it sucks the life out of you because when the all is all it depletes you so that's where I feel like it's like I know when when you guys were little I couldn't just do you guys and I couldn't just work I needed both I needed both social media did not exist then though my work was very different so it's finding when I say it's very different it's still you still had to find a way to advertise you know what I mean it's just you had to pay money for it then um gosh it's I keep getting caught up in the fact that it's free is what makes us become so it's free, but at what cost? Exactly. Exactly. But when something is free, quite often people need to take complete advantage of it. Mm. Right. And that's, that's the, do you need to take complete advantage of it? Mm -hmm. Can you do it to the point where it, it doesn't suck the life out of you. I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could work on it and get there, but do I want to do that? Do you want to? Yes, yes. That's like, again, that's not how I measure success, but it is such a staple in the creator's life. And I do think, honestly, like I do think social media can be very creative. Same. I, 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 I for me... Instagram is where I follow makers. Like I don't really follow much. I mean, I have like this guilty habit of loving reality television. So like there are definitely a few <laughs> reality television stars on there, but short of that, it's really all makers, Making. homemakers, um, homesteader, you know, all of those things that I just love to do and like to learn about. So mm -hmm. I do find it to be creatively fulfilling, but I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this thought, but yeah. So yeah, the technology piece is a really big piece of it. Is there a balance? In what ways does it contribute to your success? If you find like, if you aren't on there all the time, I don't know. I'll tell you how I feel about social media. Not really. I'm just going to tell you like uh, what sparked when you said that for me, I, cause I was thinking the same thing this week, like, why do I need to be on social media? It's just sucking the life out of me, meaning the scrolling, right? Yeah. But I have to say, I love when people share exactly what you said. They're making, they're gardening, they're homesteading. I love to get glimpses into people's lives. You know, we follow a lot of people that allow that. And it, the only reason I love it is it inspires me. Right. Right. So I also at the same time am compelled when I'm making something or doing something that's really exciting. I do love to share it mm -hmm. and with the hope of inspiring someone. But I am looking at social media, not through a business lens. I'm looking at it through a personal lens right. because you are the business lens. Right. So I'm wondering if there's a way to shift that lens. I do feel like when I was thinking about it, it's like, oh, but I really love to share things when I'm making them. It's so exciting to like share that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I get that. It's overwhelming. I honestly, I think the word is balance. Mm-hmm. For me, the word is always balanced because of my all or none personality. Right. But I also would like to go and and talk about how we define success, right? That's what I was just going to say. I feel like now we need to really look at, because like, yes, the technology is such a huge part and that was where the journal entry ended. So like, obviously that's where we're going to kind of snowball off of. But I think if we go back to the beginning, okay, so this is a question for you because I've already said it. I'll reread what I wrote. Because okay, I, um, I definitely have thoughts on this. Okay. Um, I think I am discovering that I do not measure success in numbers, metrics, and bottom lines. I measure success in emotional connectivity. Mm-hmm. How do you measure success? I measure success by how I feel at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that shifts day to day. But what I'm doing lately is I am really working on balance because this past year, you know, work has been crazy, like, because you were full-time in the business. So that ups everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, really intense year of a lot of production. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I am definitely experienced or have experienced burnout from that. And I know the reason is I don't balance it at all. Mm -hmm. I'm a one more thing person. Let's Mm -hmm. do one more thing. So maybe I don't have to do as much tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes and I just do one more thing till five o'clock because I think I might take tomorrow off. And it just never comes, Mm -hmm. never comes. So what I feel like I'm doing now is I wake up with an intention for my day, Mm -hmm. what it's going to look like. Usually I go to bed with that intention. So I have some idea when I wake up what it's going to look like. Like today, I had a very clear picture of my day, Mm -hmm. but in that picture is rest. Mm -hmm. In that picture is rest, which Prior to this year, like really, truly, it was like, yeah, I would. And it's not like I never rested, but it wasn't planned. It was just like sneak it in here, sneak it in there, do something fun. um, And then feel like I had to do triple the work the next day. Uh So now I just have plans for the week. Like I know this week will be dye all the DK minis. That's the big job of the week and get them shipped out. That's not a, it's not a huge job. It's a very manageable job with the possibility of dyeing fabric on top of that. Um, but I, all of a sudden I'm okay. If that possibility doesn't work out. Oh, and you wouldn't so, have been earlier. And I wouldn't have been earlier. Okay. So, and what I'm finding is in that plan, I get as much done, if not more, Mm -hmm. because I'm just slow and steady. Right. And I get so much done. Um, So for me, success is, I mean, there are some days success is having dyed 50 yards of fabric. That feels really good. But most days it's just successes. I have had a balanced day. So my thoughts around, around having like, when you say like being fully present for the girls, Mm -hmm. 
that to me says sounds as imbalanced as working too much. Does that make yeah. sense? It does. Except for the fact that I feel successful at the end of every day that I'm, and I mean, I have breaks built into the yes. day. Like I'm not saying like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, like weekends are mine. Yes. I and get like a half an hour in the middle of the day. And then at five o'clock, Justin comes up and takes over. So like, there's a very good structure to it. Yes. So when I say a hundred percent with the girls, I mean, when I'm with the girls, I'm there. I'm not there and at my computer, and over there. there and on my phone. I'm yes. there. And that's how I feel successful. I look back at the day and I say, I was alive. And I mean, there are exceptions, of course. I'm not some saint that like no. doesn't look at her phone all day long. Like yes. I'm just saying by and large. Yes. For most of the time. You for are for most of the time. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that was good to clarify because yes. even though I know you so well, I was hearing it the way where there was no balance. Yes. And I should have heard that. So I'm thinking everyone else probably heard it that way too. I should have heard it clearer. No, I'm glad you clarified because yes. you're right. I think it needed to be clarified because for someone listening, that is just as imbalanced as working all day. 100%. So to present it for what it truly is, is important. I totally agree. I'm glad you clarified that. Yes. So yeah. I definitely do have a balance between like rest <laughs> and being with the girls, uh, but but yeah, it's more when I'm with the girls, I'm with the, the girls. Yes, which I admire that so much. As a grandmother, I'm able to do that. Like, because I also am not with them enough to not be with them. Right. Um, but it's so easy to to do the other as a parent today because of technology, which is very sad. It has been proven that children are going to, this is going to be a major topic for children when they grow up. The fact that their parents are on the phone. I think I shared that with you a long time ago. Like, oh yeah, that is going to be an issue yeah. that children are going to bring up. Like, it's just like in your generation, we all do something. That's totally. it thing for your generation mm -hmm. is what they're saying that parents are always on their phones. Right. Right. And I get it. Like there's like I with this conversation, there's no judgment here because listen, I've had five years of just like scraping by yes. and I was on my phone a lot and I was watching, I had my AirPods in a lot, like no judgment. I'm yes. just saying. I yeah. wanted to clarify that too, because yes. it is not a criticism. It is just, no. it's what it is. We all, we all do it at one time or another. Yes. Yes. I think for me, I know when I'm with the girls, for me, it's awareness of it. That's always important for me to have an awareness because then I can work on it and do better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and something that I've actually started doing, and I don't know if this is right or wrong or indifferent, but just like for any parents out there that like enjoy being on their phone, because like, it's fun to be on your phone. Like I like taking videos of the girls, like stuff like that, like that stuff I will do as we're moving throughout our day. And then I'll post them later, um, to share with my Patreon account, but, um, I'll involve them. So if I'm doing something on my phone, I'll kind of like show them what I'm doing. 
Mm-hmm. And like, they love asking to look at pictures of animals and like stuff like that. So I'll kind of like allow them to be there with me. So it's not like, this is mine. This is mine. You're not like, I, I, I don't know. I don't even know the words, but anyway, just a mean. thought, just an idea that that's not at all what this conversation is about, but well, and, and let's say it, they're really good when they take me on tours through the house with them. Oh my God. They love facey time for any parents out there that watch Bluey. They call it facey time on Bluey and they. God, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, But so anyways, that's more what I mean. It's like when I am able to be fully present and emotionally connected to whoever it is that I'm with, Mm -hmm. like yesterday it was Kristen. We were at the coffee shop all day and I was emotionally connected to her all day long and we had great conversation Mm -hmm. and we had ideas and we were knitting and. And that yesterday was a successful day and it left me feeling inspired. So as a creator, what I'm finding, and again, everyone is different, Mm -hmm. but this is my experience. When I can find myself emotionally connected and again, again, take this with a grain of salt because it's not, I'm not saying I'm perfectly angelically just completely focused. No. But when the majority of my day is emotionally connected, I find myself being very inspired. Mm -hmm. And so, but when it comes down to bottom lines and businesses and working and I'm, I'm for the working creative, Mm -hmm. whether you're a painter or you're a digital creator or whatever, how, I I don't even know if there's a question there. It's just like, like, what does success look like to you? I guess that's what this podcast is kind of encouraging you to dive into in your making, whether you want to journal about it or kind of just get reflective about it in your day-to-day moving about. And it, for me, it was a really big revelation that like, oh yeah, like that's why I don't feel great when I'm quote working. Mm -hmm. Because there's really no, on my end of the business, and kind of for you too, like there's really no emotional connection. Oh, we all work in our own tiny spaces. Right. We do. And that is, that is as a creative, we talked about this when I was in art school, the hardest thing is to walk away and not be in rooms of creative people that you bounce ideas off of. I mean, I would love in the ideal world to have an artist co-op where, oh my gosh, like that's heaven, right? And, you know, it's, it's funny because even your desire for that connection during the day, is this a result of the pandemic where our lives were just totally thrown askew and we were on that, our phones were our connection to the world, our people we knew, that is how you socialized mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. I mean, almost three years, right. at least two full years. And it's like, so it's almost like, of course, this is the result of it. We went from way too much to mm-hmm. now having this other end that feels really good that we want to spend all our time in. And is it possible to mesh the two and feel the way we want to feel? Right. It's very hard to be a creator on your own. A hundred percent. Well, think about it. Like we're our most successful as legacy fiber arts when we're together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like working together. Yeah. So is that a piece that you also combine with it? You're creating content. The way you have to create content is very difficult. 
Well, I have to, I mean, every marketer, every artist out there that's trying to advertise or market their product, you have to elicit emotion. Yeah. And how do you elicit emotion without emotional connection? Right. Like, yes, yarn is. Oh, that is such a good question. Like, how do you do that? Such a good question because I, again, you have put words to so many thoughts I had last week. That's kind of how I felt as I was writing last night. I was like, I didn't know these words were in me, but my body knew they had to come out. Yeah. That's why, again, scrap it all. Scrap it all. I'm a writer, guys. <laughs> I'm out of here. You really are. You, you, you really are. Thank you. And I'm not just saying that. <laughs> People are going to agree with me. I do have a really good eye for knowing what's good and what's not. Um, and I think that's why it's so easy too for me to create content for the Chelsea Makes Patreon because that is all, that's my family. Yeah, connection. Yep. So, so really, really, I feel like the subject here more has morphed into how do you, what do you use it as a creator for connection? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's probably the question, really. It's like, you know, I'm trying to think, like, I was fortunate enough to go out to dinner with a very good friend who actually listens. Hi, Barb. Hi, um, Barb. You know, and we ended up talking about creativity and, oh my gosh, I just, I walk away feeling so full. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I have very few people in my life, in my right here, mm-hmm. like humans that I get to see a lot mm-hmm. that are, that are like, I mean, everyone's creative. So I hate to say that are creative because everyone is very few people in my life that have a connection to their creativity. I love the way you worded that. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone, I truly believe everyone is, they just don't know it. Right. So on the topic of success, just kind of what you said inspired it. It's like, I also think there is a delineation between having a successful life and having a successful career. And I think that right there in that gray space is where technology lies. It's where my question lies. I mean, to me, so I'm going to ask the question, which one is more important to me? The answer is pretty obvious just based on what we've been talking about. I would rather have a successful life than a successful career. And I think that's why I connect or I, I relate success to emotional connection. So, so strongly like to me, money, well, it's great. And don't get me wrong. I love being able to afford the life that I live. We live a simple life, but we have a home of our own. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, thinking about money and dollar signs, I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. I don't have a financial goal. I don't have a savings goal. I don't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. And some people might listen to this and be like, you are so irresponsible. What happens <laughs> if something goes wrong? And yeah, I know I have those thoughts too. That's where my anxiety comes from. Okay. <laughs> but, 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 but all joking aside, I feel like I have already like, this is, this is a thought that I have every single day. If this was the last day I had to live, I have lived the most successful 
life. I have lived the most, I have lived the life that I want to live Mm -hmm. and I have no regrets. Mm -hmm. Same. And so I think it's hard then for me to look at business and be like, this matters. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to find motivation. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't even well, know, but you, I'm sure you sense what I'm saying. I just can't find yes. the words. And and let's speak to you said um, you said either a successful personal life or a successful business life. Mm-hmm. That speaks so much, and I know this because I am you. You are me. To all or none. Right. That's it. Yes, that's it. It's like, I have such a successful personal life. Why am I going to do a partially successful thing over here when I am so all in over here and I'm, I'm doing it. For me, where I get in trouble with that, the all or none is Mm -hmm. it's not balanced. For me, I need the balance of the creative which you probably lump that in with your personal for me being the entrepreneur that's the separation mm-hmm. you do that, have that entrepreneur you you have always been i always have had it mm-hmm. i can't escape it mm-hmm. and it's like i think that's where the balance for me is necessary yes i see that i would say the balance for a lot of creatives is in that personal life, do you have time to be creative? Yeah. That's, that's the balance there. Yeah. It's like, cause I know for me, when you guys were little and life was like insane, even now when I don't have the balance of a creative life, business aside, because business is business. That's not, I mean, it really is work. It's creative work, but it's, it's not the same as Mm -hmm. being creative just personally, it's different. Very different. Um, So for me, it's still the balance of fitting that creative life into a very busy personal life with things that need to get done, people that need to, like, there's a lot going on, right? In families, and you've got to balance that. And that's why I always have very portable, creative things. Totally. Well, and even building creativity into, like, I find that that's kind of what I'm doing. I mean, of course, I'm always like creative in those breaks in my day where it's like I have time for myself. But I also find that what I've started doing because I am at home with the girls, it's like we are building creativity and like learning together. Like, absolutely. And that was another topic that I thought that we need to talk about separately is creativity and parenthood. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Or in family life. It's like, that is a whole nother thing. And that is something that will be really fun to talk about. Totally. Yes. I agree. I agree. Yeah. But it's also that piece of, yes, that is part of your creative life, but it's, their creativity, not yours. So a hundred percent. So that's still not being fulfilled really when you look at it. Right. You're facilitating it, which is amazing. Which is fun though. Facilitating it can be very creative. Okay. It's a lot of problem solving. It's a lot of, I don't even know. 
Maybe it is just the fulfillment of watching them be creative. Mm, Well, I feel like we need to delve into that another time. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're in the thick of it. I think you'll have realizations that I wouldn't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it would be interesting to hear. And I think it would also be inspiring for other parents of actually any age kids. Totally. Well, again, that's another reason that I just love posting on my Chelsea Mm -hmm. makes Instagram because there are so many parents over there that it's fun to like share what I'm doing. I like to see what they're doing with their kids. And, Mm -hmm. but anyways, so yeah, success. I feel like this was very interesting and very thought provoking. And I would love to hear people's thoughts on it and what they think. Same. What they take away from it Mm -hmm. and how they manage it. Yes. Yes. So please, if you have ideas, thoughts, um, anything, throw them in the comments down below. If you're listening on Patreon, if not, I'm not even sure if there's any kind of a commenting. I think there is on Spotify. I think so. All right. We'll go ahead and comment wherever you're able, because we would love to read what you think about this subject, whether it be the technology piece or the balance piece or the any of it, any of it. There's a lot there. Yes. Um, okay. Well, this was a really fun conversation to have. It was a very fun conversation. I couldn't even tell you. I feel like it was so in the moment that I couldn't even tell you a lot of it. I was just going to say, I can't wait to edit it because I'm going to need to listen back and figure out if any of it makes sense now. <laughs> Same. I'm so glad you do that. I'm so oh, glad yeah. you do that. And it's funny because I can watch a podcast that we do, like a YouTube podcast. I do not like to listen to these. Oh, re-listen. Because it's so different. It's, and I'm all, you know, we walk away feeling good about it. But the thought of re-listening is like, nope, don't, don't want to do that. Once I'm done editing, it's definitely, I'm done to be, I'm glad to be done. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again. If you are listening to this on Patreon, thank you for being here. If you're listening to this on Spotify and you would like these episodes um, the day that or the day or the day after they are recorded, you can go ahead and subscribe. Uh, you can listen to the audio version for $10 a month. We release probably between two and three episodes a month. Um, and if you would like to have access to the video version of this and actually see us as we're chatting. You can, uh, yeah. in our Sunday's best, uh, you can subscribe for $18 a month over on Patreon. Just search for legacy fiber arts. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and give it five stars. If you didn't, that's fine. Move along. I need to listen to Glennon and figure out what she actually said. She does it so perfectly. I know. I know. Um, Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for being here and growing with us. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.